Hello, my name is Henneke Watkis-Porto and welcome to My Daily Devotion, a daily bite-sized podcast for those wanting to enrich their souls and forge a deeper relationship with God. It is pure, unpretentious and raw, which flows from the heart, fostering gratitude, peace and a sense of abundance. Hi, and welcome to episode 464 of my daily devotion. And we look today at Matthew 27. Let me just warn you, it's a very long chapter. When it was morning, all the chief priests and the elders of the people, Sanhedrin, Jewish high court, conferred together against Jesus, plotting how to put him to death, since under Roman rule they had no power to execute anyone. So they bound him and led him away and handed him over to Pilate, the governor of Judea, who had the authority to condemn prisoners to death. When Judas, his betrayer, saw that Jesus was condemned, he was gripped with remorse and returned the thirty pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders, saying, I have sinned by betraying innocent blood. They replied, What is that to us? See to that yourself. And throwing the pieces of silver into the temple sanctuary, he left and went away and hanged himself. The chief priests, picking up the pieces of silver, said, It is not lawful to put these in the treasury of the temple, because it is the price of blood. So after consultation, they used the money to buy the potter's field as a burial place for strangers. Therefore, that piece of ground had been called the field of blood to this day. Then the words spoken by Jeremiah the prophets were fulfilled, and they took the thirty pieces of silver, the price of him on whom a price had been set by the sons of Israel, and they gave them for the potter's field, as the Lord directed me. Now Jesus stood before Pilate the governor, and the governor asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? In affirmation, Jesus said to him, It is as you say. But when the charges were brought against him by the chief priests and elders, he did not answer. Then Pilate said to him, Do you not hear how many things they are testifying against you? But Jesus did not reply to him, not even to a single accusation, so that the governor was greatly astonished. Now at the feast of the Passover, the governor was in the habit of setting free any one prisoner whom the people chose. And at that time, They were holding a notorious prisoner guilty of insurrection and murder called Barabbas. So when they they had assembled for this purpose, Pilate said to them, Whom do you want me to set free for you, Barabbas or Jesus who is called Christ? For Pilate knew that it was because of jealousy that the chief priests and elders had handed Jesus over to him. When he was seated on the judgment seat, His wife sent him a message saying, Have nothing to do with that righteous and innocent man, for last night I suffered greatly in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowds to ask for Barabbas and to put Jesus to death. The governor said to them, Which of the two do you wish me to set free for you? And they said, Barabbas. Pilate said to them, Then what shall I do with Jesus who is called Christ? They all replied, Let him be crucified. And he said, 
Why? What has he done that is evil? For they continued shouting all the louder. Let him be crucified. So when Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere, but rather that a rat was breaking out, he took water and washed his hands to ceremonially cleanse himself of guilt in the presence of the crowd, saying, I am innocent of this righteous man's blood. See to that yourselves. And all the people answered, Let the responsibility for his blood be on us and on our children. So he set Barabbas free for them. But after having, having Jesus severely whipped, scourged, he handed him over to be crucified. Then the governor's soldiers took Jesus into the praetorium and they gathered the whole Roman cohort around him. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him as a king's robe. And after twisting together a crown of thorns, they put it on his head and put a reed in his right hand as a scepter kneeling before him. They ridiculed him, saying, Hail! Rejoice, King of the Jews! They spat on him and took the reed and struck him repeatedly on the head. After they finished ridiculing, they stripped him of the scarlet robe and put his own clothes on him and led him away to crucify him. Now as they were coming out, they found a man of Cyrene named Simon, whom they forced into service to carry the cross of Jesus. And when they came to a place called Golgotha, which means place of a skull, they offered him wine mixed with gall, myrrh, a bitter-tasting narcotic to drink. But after tasting it, he refused to drink it. And when they had crucified him, they divided his clothes among them by casting lots. Then sitting down there, they began to keep watch over him to guard against any rescue attempt. And above his head, they put the accusation against him, which read, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. And at the same time, two robbers were crucified with Two robbers were crucified with Jesus, one on the right and one on the left. Those who passed by, those who passed by, were hurling abuse at him and jeering at him, wagging their heads in scorn and ridicule. And they said haughtingly, "You who would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself from death. If you are the Son of God, come down from the cross." In the same way. The chief priests, along with the scribes and elders, mocked, mocked him, saying, He saved others from death. He cannot save himself. He is a king of Israel. Let him now come down from the cross, and we will believe in him and acknowledge him. He trusts in God. Let God rescue him now, if he delights in him, for he said, I am the son of God. The robbers, who had been crucified with him, also began to insult him in the same way. Now, from the sixth hour noon, there was darkness over all the land until the ninth hour, <coughs> excuse me, 3 p.m. About the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud, agonized voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, that is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of the bystanders there heard it, they began saying, this man is calling for Elijah. Immediately one of them ran and took a sponge, soaked it with sour wine, and put it on the reed, on a reed, and gave him to drink. But the rest said, Let us see whether Elijah will come to save him from death. 
And Jesus cried out again with a loud, agonized voice and gave up his spirit voluntarily, sovereignly dismissing the release and releasing his spirit from his body in submission to his father's plan. plan. And at once the veil of the holy of holies of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook and the rocks were split apart. The tombs were open and many bodies of the saints, <clears throat> God's people who had fallen asleep in death, were raised to life and coming out of the tombs after his resurrection, they entered the holy city, Jerusalem, and appeared to many people. Now the centurion and those who were with him, keeping guard over Jesus when they saw the earthquake and the things that were happening, they were terribly frightened and filled with awe and said, Truly, this was the Son of God. There were also many women there looking on from a distance, who accompanied Jesus from Galilee, ministering to him. Among them was Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Joseph, and Salome, the mother of Jebedee's sons, James and John. When it was evening, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who was also a disciple of Jesus. He went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus so that he might bury him. And Pilate ordered that it be given to him. And Joseph took the body and wrapped it in clean linen cloth, burial wrapping, and laid it in his own new tomb, which he had cut in the rock. And he rolled a large stone over the entrance of the tomb and went away. And Mary Magdalene was there, and the other Mary sitting opposite the tomb. The next day, that is, the day after the day of preparation for the Sabbath, the chief priests and the Pharisees assembled before Pilate and said, Sir, we have remembered that when he was still alive, that deceiver said, After three days I will rise from the dead. Therefore, give orders to have the tomb made secure and safeguarded until the third day. Otherwise, the disciples may come and steal him away and tell the people he has risen from the dead. And the last deception, the reporting of his resurrection, will be worse than the first, the reporting that he is the Messiah. Pilate said to them, You have a guard of soldiers. Go with them. Make the tomb as secure as you know how. So they went out and made the tomb secure. And along with standing, stationing a guard of soldiers to be on watch, they set a seal. They set a seal on the stone. This is the word of the Lord, and we say thanks be to God. Now, this is the story of the crucifixion and the burial of Jesus Christ, and what agonizing story! What agony! And we think about the salvation story of all of this. Although he wished that the cup, Jesus wished that the cup would pass for him. Nevertheless, not my will, never, not, uh, but the will of God be done, Jesus says. Even though I don't want to do it, I know I must do it because I have to please my father. And so, too, and so it is that Jesus was committed to go through that agony so that we can have eternal life i mean he was mocked he was crucified they chose robbers over him he did nothing of course um because of jealousy because of jealousy he was put to death right they didn't want the fact to to honor the fact that he 
was the Son of God, the one sent, the Messiah sent to save us from sin. Right? He's the Messiah. The Messiah to save the one sent to save us from sin and destruction. Father God, when we think about this scripture, this passage, this, this chapter, when we think about the reality of Jesus going on the cross, suffering shameful and cruel death in order that sinful man may have a relationship with you. Sinful man may have a relationship by accepting the fact that Jesus is Lord. Jesus is the Messiah. And so God, many, many people do find the story uh, hard to believe. Many people are unbelievers, but this is a journey of faith. And by faith, Lord God, we acknowledge that Jesus is the son of God. By faith, we acknowledge that he was, uh, he died, he, he was buried and he raised again and he's alive today, alive in our hearts. When we believe God, we recognize that Jesus is the bridge through which we must get to you, through which we must have salvation, through which we must have peace, joy, and everything all that is within the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, Lord. And I pray this morning that those who are unbelieving will come, God, to an awareness of you, an acceptance of you, an acceptance of the cross, O oh God, the burial, the resurrection, Lord God Almighty. Father, we thank you for the dunamis power that is available only in Jesus Christ. The power, O oh God, to transform, that our lives be transformed. The power that we may walk in purpose. God, this morning I pray that your will will be done. Your name will be glorified, O oh God. Father, we honor you this morning. We give you thanks, Lord God Almighty, because there is no other God but you. We honor your name, Lord God. Father God, we come to you this morning. No other help we know. On Christ the solid rock we stand. All other ground is sinking sand. So God, may we stand firm on the name of Jesus this morning. May we stand firm even in the midst of despair. Even in the midst of uncertainty. Oh God, in the rock we will hide. Oh, when the storms of life are raging over us, God. We will hide, oh God, in the rock. Hide us, Lord God, behind the cross. Cover us under the blood of Jesus Christ, that blood that was shed on Calvary. This morning, God, I give you thanks. I honor you, Lord. I bless your name, God, because of who you are. And I say thanks. I say thanks, God, because there's no other God but you. There's none like you. All of the gods are the work of men. But you are God, the most high, the most high God. And so, Lord, we thank you. Though we could never even fathom, we could never even imagine Oh, the cruelty of the cross. We don't know, Lord God. We don't know, Lord God, because we've, we've not been through it. We've not been through it. But by faith, Lord God, we acknowledge it to be true. By faith, God, we acknowledge it to be so. And so, Lord God, may we not allow the Lord to go on the cross again by the way we live our lives, rejecting salvation, rejecting the cross. But may we come to an acceptance and appreciation of the gift, oh God, the gift of life through Jesus Christ. So God, we pray that Lord, you will touch the hearts of your people today and your people will honor you with our walk, oh God, as we go daily 
In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen and amen and amen. This has been my daily devotion. I'm Henika Watkins-Porto. Catch me at henikawatkinsporto.com for all other things that I'm involved with. See you soon.